Hello, one and each and all. Welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren on some incredibly crappy headphones. Tell us why you're on incredibly crappy headphones. So I couldn't find the ones I usually use. So I went looking around and I found my secondary pair, uh, which are also pr- pretty crappy, but they work. But then these look like hubcaps, though. Yeah, they look, they're awkward as hell. And then I discovered that the kittens, the foster kittens, had peed all over them, so I had to dump those in the trash. So then I had to go rummaging through <laughs> my box of random electronic stuff, and I found these old crummy airline headphones. Why? Did, what attracted the kittens to headphones? Why did they want to pee on them? I don't know. They peed on print. They pretty much peed and shat on everything in the kitten room. Like there's just a film. <laughs> there's just a thin film of like just awfulness all over that room. I'm going to have to throw out so many things. What is the flooring in this kitten room? It's hardwood, actually. Oh golly! And what does kitten pee? Do? I mean, it can't do anything good. No, but it's not okay. So adult cat pee will definitely ruin the finish of of wood flooring. Uh, luckily, kitten pee isn't so bad. Uh, so you really just have to like get it with floor cleaner several times. I use I use a nice oil like Murphy's wood oil soap type stuff on it. And I, I imagine the the urine couldn't even get through like Murphy's. Like Murphy's creates a bit of a like a bit of a varnish, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, it's the the oil or wax or whatever in it. I love the ongoing tragedy slash wonderland of adorableness that comes with fostering kittens. Like, all of your stories are equally wreathed in tragedy and cuteness. I mean, nobody knows how stressful and how much work fostering animals really is. Like, like when I'm looking at other foster homes, their Instagram feeds, because there totally is, like, a foster kitten Instagram community. I have no doubt. And when I'm looking for through them, it's always funny. Everybody's just like, oh, they're so cute. And sometimes I'm looking at them like, oh, I can smell those kittens from here. <laughs> kittens this are is, so gross. This is definitely a nostalgic scent. Yeah, no, this and this litter of kittens in particular just were so destructive. They just peed and shat on everything. And they like broke one of my, I think I already complained about them breaking one of my antique like, green Pyrex mixing bowls. Oh. Damn, and Pyrex, too. I know. They knocked it off. I was using it to weigh them, and they knocked it off. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me you weighed them with a food scale. I did. Well, that's that's what you weigh kittens with. It's they they're about the they don't get much bigger than you know the weight of a I don't know a steak or something. You don't weigh any more than a sensible gourd. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm going to have to just completely scour the room and throw things, a lot of things away. Yeah. Also, I have a cat now. Oh, and tell us about the cat now. So I had this foster cat named Minerva. Yes, I've seen Minerva. She was yeah. the one that I the, that I was screaming about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So she, uh, I tried to get her. She was a foster cat from a feral colony hoarding situation. And so she, my, the cat trapper couldn't figure out whether or not she was friendly or not. Cause one moment she'd be like tearing around the cage being a horror show. And the next moment she, uh, would be really friendly and trying to, you know, get attention. And so she brought her over to me and she, this cat was really nice to me. And so I thought she was ready for adoption. And so my friend came over and adopted her and has promptly returned her to me. 
Oh no! Like, how long did it take to return? About a week. Like, it just didn't work out. I think she hates men. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can't really fault her for that. I know. I know. I had a I had a friend over, and we were watching uh, how stuff works on YouTube, and. My friend was is is male, and uh, she got up on the couch, which is usually where Minerva and I cuddle. And so she got up on the couch, and she turned to my friend, and she just hissed at him. <laughs> Get the fuck off! Like, it's, this it's is that wide my couch, my it's human, just... go away. Oh, well, well, I'm glad that Minerva has a forever home now. Well, yeah, she. I think she's chosen me because no, she doesn't want to be go anywhere else. She was so happy to be back. The cat chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. I I am a wizard. I know we're on a bit of a time crunch because apparently you have the greatest adventure to occur this afternoon. Oh, yeah. So it's Petalpalooza in Portland, which means that there are a lot of social bike events. And so we're, my friend and I are going on a Roses and Rosé ride. So Portland is known as the City of Roses, and it does have a fair number of rose gardens. And... We're going to drink rosé and bike around to Rose Gardens. Wow, that sounds amazing. However, it is really hot today. It is a little toasty today, but I cannot imagine a better way to spend it than with... An, <laughs> who could turn down a lovely glass of rosé, as Mitchell and Webb would have us remember? Right, right. And it's going to be cold, and I'm bringing a nice chilled bottle of... I think the rosé is from Oregon. Yeah. And how, how apropos? Of course. Well, should we get started? Sure. So who's going first? I'll go first. I'm just doing... So this is going to be the the last podcast that we'll release before the 4th of July. So I'm going to do the 4th. Oh, boy. The 4th. Oh, crash. My bash. It's bang the zang. 4th whoosh of Baroom. July. Woo. I'm not declipping any of that. <laughs> the, the listeners might wish you did. Oh gosh, that sound wave looks terrible. It looks great. I I I, I love waveforms like that, where it's just oh, red all the way across. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So well, t- talk to us about fireworks. Up. Yeah, and uh, we're having a massive, massive heat wave in the West, and there are going to be so many fires. There are going to be so many fires. Oh, no. We had uh, one of the biggest, like, wildfires near Portland in recent history was the Eagle Creek Fire, and that was started by teenagers throwing fireworks down into a valley. And now we have state-sanctioned fireworks. Well, I'm really hoping a lot of places won't have fireworks. We were... I was going across the bridge. There's this bridge known as Bridge of the Gods that's between... Oregon and Washington, and it's called Bridge of the Gods because there used to be long ago an actual natural bridge that crossed over the Columbia. However, it's been replaced by a man-made bridge. So there's a if toll you wanted on to it. challenge for heavenly dominance, you had to defeat Zeus at the intersection of this bridge. Correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. how it worked. Yeah. Uh, it. So there's a toll on the bridge, and the donation, <laughs> the, a- there, as there often are with gods. Right, and so there's a donation bucket underneath the toll thing that says, uh, donate your change to the firework fund. And my friend were like, hell no. Hell no, there should not be any fireworks this year at all. Everything's going to go up in flames. We are all going to die. And I imagine that no one has cared because, you know, as, as Apu once told us, celebrate the independence of your country by blowing up a small part of it. Yeah, 
there are already fires happening. Like we're all we're all just really thinking about fires right now because last year was rough. Last year was super rough. It was. It was rough. I remember that. Yeah. Um, this is my we, that was my first summer in the PNW and like it was a cloudy day that wasn't a cloudy day it just it, it, like just the miasma existed yeah there's that song uh the, the yes the worst is over now the morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball well the worst was definitely not over but like the sun looks like a red rubber ball <laughs> it just is this glowing pinky red orb in the sky and the sky is all yellow and brown and it is a dystopian hellscape God, I love that turn of phrase, dystopian hellscape. It's so beautiful. Do you have strong feelings on fireworks one way or the other? I don't like them very much because I don't like loud noises. Uh, I used to love the... I used to wish that fireworks could be as pretty as they are without the noise. Mm. But I know a lot of people find the noise thrilling. Uh, now that I live in an urban area, I don't like them very much. I... The, the noise never particularly bothered me. I, I'm not bothered by loud noises. I... I think firework displays are stupid and outdated, and I don't understand why they exist other than the sake of tradition, but the idea of going to a place and looking up at the sky just to watch lights occur seems like the most caveman throwback I can imagine. We have so many ways of making cool light things now that maybe they are outdated. There's some... I would... Now, now if you said, let's replace... It's the 4th of July, and we're going to see a coordinated drone show. Oh my god, I'd be first in line. Like, that sounds so cool. Have you seen a coordinated drone show? I have n- never live. I've never seen one live. I've seen, one, I've seen lots on YouTube. Hmm. And they are madness. It is the coolest thing. You, it is the height of human achievement. Well, I mean, I say as a species that has gone to the moon and landed a Buick on Mars, but, you know, other than that. Well... I mean, if we were really that good, we wouldn't be catching our planet on fire. Ah, uh, well, you know, it's the the average is only average. Well, do you have a poem today? Boy, howdy, do I have a poem today. All right, All right let's, let's go hear over it. here. My poem is Peanut Butter Sandwich. Ah, yes. By Shel Silverstein. I'll sing you a poem of a silly young king who played with the world at the end of a string, but he only loved one single thing. And that was just a peanut butter sandwich. His scepter and his royal gowns, his regal throne and golden crowns were brown and sticky from the mounds and drippings from each peanut butter sandwich. His subjects all were silly fools for he had passed a royal rule that all that they could learn in school was how to make a peanut butter sandwich. He would not eat his sovereign steak. He scorned his soup and kingly cake and told his courtly cook to bake an extra sticky peanut butter sandwich. And then one day he took a bite and started chewing with delight, but found his mouth was stuck quite tight from that last bite of peanut butter sandwich. His brother pulled, his sister pried, the wizard pushed, his mother cried, My boy's committed suicide!
aside from eating his last peanut butter sandwich. The dentist came in the royal dock. The royal plumber banged and knocked. But still, those jaws stayed tightly locked. Oh, darn that sticky peanut butter sandwich. The carpenter, he tried with pliers. The telephone man tried with wires. The fireman, they tried with fire. But couldn't melt that peanut butter sandwich. With ropes and pulleys, drills and coil, with steam and lubricating oil, for twenty years of tears and toil, they fought that awful peanut butter sandwich. Then all his royal subjects came. They hooked his jaws with grappling chains and pulled both ways with might and main against that stubborn peanut butter sandwich. Each man and woman, girl and boy, put down their plows and pots and toys and pulled until crack. Oh, joy, they broke right through that peanut butter sandwich. A puff of dust, a screech, a squeak. The king's jaw opened with a creak. And then, in voice so faint and weak, the first words that they heard him speak were, How about a peanut butter sandwich? So tell us about this poem and why you chose it. I like, what's the old phrase? That which kills me makes me feel alive. You know, it, the, 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 the notion of people taking That which taking kills in, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Here, I'll look it up. It's 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 a lyric from somewhere, which is undoubtedly derived from somewhere else. One Republic from the song Counting Stars, Everything That Kills Me Makes Me Feel Alive. Okay. Probably derived from some earlier source. I was first reminded of this. I was watching the old uh, movie Tampopo, mm-hmm. uh, which is a send-up of Japanese culture and food and a number of other things. And there's that one really great sequence where an old Japanese man wanders into a restaurant accompanied by his wife, and she tells him, now don't eat any mochi, you know it's dangerous for you. And she leaves to go shopping, and the first thing he does is order as much mochi as he can possibly deal with and promptly starts choking on it. And Tampopo and her retinue come running over with a hoover and shove it down his throat and and suck the mochi out of him. (laughs) And yeah, but replace that with any other thing it's like be it booze be it cigarettes be it hot corn dogs like what what is the thing that you enjoy that you're going to keep consuming no matter what in the face of you know all else so i don't think this is actually how it happened but my half uncle the way i heard he died so he was he had had a number of strokes and so was in like a nursery home and the way I heard he died was that he was eating jello and kind of choking on it a little bit. And so a nurse came over to stop him from eating the jello. And he stubbornly grabbed the whole plate of jello and gulped it down and choked on it. I hope that's true. I hope it's true, too. I kind of love it. <laughs> I love that he just was just mad about it. And I was like, no, I'm going to eat this jello. 
I'm going to be as petty as possible, and now I'm going to die from it. Yes. My poor uncle. He was very schizophrenic, and so he spent his whole, most of his life on heavy antipsychotics that made him just kind of a zombie character. And then once he had the brain damage from the strokes, his schizophrenia didn't seem to be as much of a problem, so he was able to lower his dose of medication. So finally, for the first time, he had emotions. Like, I was trying to figure out how, what part of the brain the stroke had affected, so I was throwing a ball at him and having him catch it to see, like, where his motor, like, what side his motor coordination was on. Yeah. um, At one point, I threw it at him, and he dropped it, and he started laughing, and I was just like, I have never seen my uncle laugh. Hmm. How well did you know him? Not super well. I mean, it's hard to get to know somebody who's just isn't really there. Was this your dad's brother or mom's brother? My biological mother's brother. Gotcha. Hmm. And how much older was he? He was quite a bit older than my mother. I think at least a decade older. So he must have died quite a while ago. He did die quite a while ago. Hmm. Yeah. But still, what a wonderful story. I know. I, I mean, I think he died of cardiac arrest or something, actually, but like... <laughs> No, he definitely choked on jello. <laughs> he definitely choked to de- death on spite jello. Yeah, it was definitely spite jello. It wasn't yeah. his heart that finished him off. It was, you know, the angry horses. Yeah, no, I loved it because he did before the before he was on too much medication to have like a feeling of like self righteousness, and so like this he this this act of defiance made him kill might have killed him. But I love the fact that he had that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Up it's yours. a great story. I uh I ate so much peanut butter as a kid. I think I, I'm done with peanut butter. Uh, crunchy or smooth? Uh, I mean, I ate a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> Both. Yeah. I d- I can't abide the crunchy stuff. It has to be smooth for me. I went back and forth as a kid with which one I preferred. But then I, went, I read when I reached adulthood, I just realized I would just didn't want peanut butter anymore. And now when someone offers me something with peanut butter, I usually turn it down. I will eat it. It's it's fine. But I I would prefer something else. How are you with whipped peanut butter? It's peanut butter. Oh, no. It's no, no. The the, the whipped peanut butter, the creamy kind? Mm-hmm. Or it's like 75% air? I mean, that's probably good. But part of the what I'm tired of is the taste of peanut butter. The taste oh. of peanuts. Yeah, that's pretty inescapable. Yeah. I, I will. These days, I pretty much just buy almond butter because I'm not tired of the taste of almonds. And I probably... Uh, God, I love that. I, I love the smell of almonds and that fake chemical almond smell. Um, is is my favorite smell Hooray, in the world. That pink, cyanide. That, that pink gas station soap. Oh my God, I can't get enough of that. I just sit around and smell that. I don't, th- I think I could be on my deathbed. And if you offered me a peanut butter sand, a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I would just, cons- and the worst kind where it's like Jif smooth, Wonder Bread, and like Smucker's strawberry. I'm pretty prissy about my jelly. How do you do with with the with the squeezy bottles that are fifty percent peanut butter and fifty percent jelly? You know, I you think know, I remember in- seeing those when I was a kid. The thing is, I like to be able to control the amount of peanut butter and jelly ratio. Like that ratio is important, and I want it to be mostly jelly. Okay, so it, it it is Smucker's that is responsible for this abomination. I think the reason I wanted to be mostly jelly when I was a kid was that I just wanted something to lubricate the sticky peanut butter. I did, not, <laughs> I did not like the sensation of peanut butter stuck to the roof of my mouth. I hated it. So I would always make sure the sandwich was jelly side up so it couldn't stick to the roof of, roof of my mouth. 
I will never forget what a wonderful turn of phrase sandwich lubricant is. <laughs> well, I mean, there's mayo, there's jelly. Mustard. There, yeah, I mean, sandwiches need lubricant. I need uh, I, I need some sandwich lube on here. I mean, if you said the word sandwich lubricant, I wouldn't associate it with jelly. I would probably go straight for mayonnaise in my thoughts. And that's so interesting because I, if I am given a sandwich with mayonnaise on it, I will eat it, but begrudgingly. My oh yeah, sand- no, I hate, I do not like mayonnaise. I'm mustard, mustard all the way. I don't like mustard either. So what's your preferred sandwich lube? Avocado. Oh, see that requires lubricant for me. Like I don't think of avocado. Th- th- that would be like trying to like, I'm going to lubricate the soles of my feet with toilet paper. Like that doesn't work. What's wrong with your avocados? Avocados are oily and mushy. Or they, they get mushy when you mush them. I've probably been doing it wrong. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so but when yeah, I describe I've, something I... as oily and mushy, it doesn't sound very good. But avocados are really delicious and they get mushed and then they are mushy. But that sounds bad. And my perfect ratio for a peanut butter jelly sandwich is 50-50. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've just sent you this pariah. Yeah, I'm not of, looking at it. Condoms. It's an abomination. I kind of remember it as a kid, and it's not just a half and half, if I remember. It sort of like has several different channels or something like that. Oh yeah, no, it's not like it's not like the left of the jar is peanut butter and the right is jam. It's like you get striations going yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Remember this. when we had purple ketchup? For the I grew up thinking I hated ketchup. <gasps> How? Ew! It was really sweet, and I didn't like it. It is very sweet, but then I do, but that's my weakness. I do have a sweet tooth. So then, as an adult, I got ketchup that wasn't so sweet, like, you know, a small batch artisan ketchup that wasn't very sweet. <laughs> and also, it had a lot of spices in it, so it tasted a bit more like chutney. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is great. Are you familiar with being from Texas, uh, Whataburger's ketchup? No. So Whataburger does that. Uh, Whataburger, for those who are inexperienced, is a mainly Texas burger chain, but throughout the southern U.S., and they have their own sort of proprietary ketchup that is very heavy on spices, and it ta- it's it tastes vaguely like ketchup, but mostly like good. Yeah, I want if I'm going to eat ketchup, it has to be low sugar, high spice, and then I like it. Ooh, good on you. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, um, <laughs> I'm fancy. I'm <laughs> fancy. <laughs> I need the ketchup that doesn't taste like ketchup. Yes. Well, uh, do we have any closing thoughts for the fine people out there? Please be very, very careful about what you're doing with combustible things in the West this year. Please. Yeah, just, you know, fireworks. Uh, my mother-in-law, one of her earlier recollections of my wife is as a very small she seemed to really love fireworks and being japanese she would uh, the, 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 the no, what is, is what hobby. is the name for a firework sorry it's an hobby what no 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 it, no it's hanabi you're right yeah you got uh, it Han- hanabi hanabi Han- Han- hanabi hanabi that's right yeah the story that i recall relating was um her as a very small probably in arms reaching towards the heavens and saying hanabi hanabi and i sort of like that image and I feel like after childhood, fireworks should probably go the way of the dodo. I remember once in Japan, I you met me near where I was staying in Japan, and we went to go watch fireworks. And I realized that I was really, really depressed because usually for me, fireworks would elicit, elicit some dopamine when the pretty lights would twinkle. 
Oh my god, guy. I remember this. And I remember like I feel nothing. I'm watching fireworks and I feel absolutely nothing. And I was like, I am having some problems with depression. Oh wow! Had you not mentioned, I, I wouldn't have. E- I wouldn't have thought of that again for the rest of my life. Had you not mentioned it right now? Yeah, I do like sparkly things, and sparkly things really make me happy. Noises of fireworks, not so much, but sparkly things make me really happy. And I was just like, wow, this is nothing to me right now. So. What what we've decided we needed is more sparklers in one's life. Yeah, just 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 keep the lights. Just make lights pretty. <laughs> keep the lights on.